0: Hey, Jay.
1: Yo, what up?
0: Uh, so, this is for Lauren. Here we go. What's a mummy's favorite type of music?
1: Uh, <laughs> rock and death.
0: Rat, dude, come on.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: What happens when, uh, Ghost gets lost in the fog? I don't know. He's missed.
1: That's a good, <laughs> I like that one, actually.
0: Where did the goblin throw the football?
1: In the vortex.
0: Over the ghoul line. <sighs> gosh uh, why doesn't Dr- Dracula mind the doctor looking at his throat
1: Um <laughs> I, <Sock> ball. <laughs> I was gonna try to go with something new but yeah we can go suckball.
0: because of the coffin
1: oh wow okay so how many more are we doing three we'll okay. say three alright let's do five forlorn
0: uh, forlorn okay um, what tops off a ghost ice cream sundae
1: a scary on top.
0: Whip scream. Actually, yours oh. might be better. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what happens when two vampires meet?
1: Um, they vamp
0: out. Love at first bite. Oh, okay. That's a, that's a solid Lost Boys reference. Though. Exactly for you because <laughs> you're banned. Right, go ahead. Uh, three more. Um, what did the ghost say to the man at the coffee shop?
1: I don't know. It's about grounds. Scream or sugar. What about grounds?
0: See, you, you, I think you should have okay. written some of these. All right, sh- right, two more. I should. Uh, where do werewolves? Most werewolves live.
1: Uh, How, town.
0: You were so close. Where? Hollywood, California.
1: <laughs> Damn it! One um, more. This is the final punch. Uh,
0: why did the skeleton go disco dancing? I don't know. To see the boogeyman. Oh boy! All right, let's start the show.
1: Well, not Nordic is a podcast and you're listening to it today.
0: 15 of We're Not Nordic. My name is Chuck.
1: And hi, I'm Jay. How are and, you?
0: And as always, I'd like to remind you that we're not Nordic. Um, I have a few uh, notes and corrections I would like to make from the um, from the Spencer episode, which I hope you guys really enjoyed. I know I did. Yeah, I, I liked it too. I think that was a good one. Um,
1: it was a great one.
0: One is, I have since tried a Toblerone bar. Okay. Um, I thought it was unremarkable. It was okay. So yeah. I guess I don't get to be in the Illuminati. You're still
1: not in the handshake. That's no, that's shit. our thing. Um, Spends from Discount Cemetery.
0: DiscountCemetery.com. Yes. Not Nordic. Twenty percent oh, off your order,
1: and it's still up. Still up. Yeah, he says he says keep it going, guys. If you're interested in some spooky attire. Check out the website. Peruse what they got.
0: I honestly and truly purchased the Twilight Zone uh, t-shirt for myself.
1: Well, listen, I've purchased that. I've purchased almost. I purchased quite a bit from that from that site, and I went and I got the Skeleton Crew. I think once you go over five shirts, you're part of the Skeleton Crew. So I joined yeah, and yeah. got the t-shirt.
0: Um. So, uh, yeah. So the other thing uh, besides the Toblerone was I did I rewatched the uh the Pinball Wizard episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Okay. And I guess remembering that Sardo was in it was sort of a Mendoza effect thing for me because it was just another old guy with a ponytail. <coughs> Fair enough. They uh, do look alike and similar. <laughs> uh, so, and then we're, we've actually got an email from uh, listener Chris. Nice. Uh, going back to a topic we addressed a couple episodes ago about live albums. Okay, um, now Chris, do we know Chris? I know Chris very well. Okay. I don't know that you've met Chris. Okay. Uh, he's a good dude, friend of the show. Nice. Um, so, here we go. Hey guys, enjoy the show, but you're super sleeping on live albums. He feels he feels we didn't give the topic enough love.
1: Okay, fair uh,
0: enough. And then he lists uh, he lists a few here. So here we go: Nirvana, unplugged. The most wow. Most important band of the 90s, most important contribution, a funeral motif for what ended up, ended up being a posthumous release, posthumous, that complemented Cobain's vulnerability and heroin withdrawal desperation, and the irony that the band's most personal record featured almost half a set list of covers. Wow. That's a very good point. That's he a,
1: is, yes, I agree with him 100%. Thrown, th- when we're thrown into the mix and into the fire with the demons pulling at our skin. We're flying by the seat of our pants, but he's absolutely right.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic record. There's yes, no question. Yes, it is. I might, I might even, I might even like his version of the Man Who Sold the World better than David Bowie. So I'm going to throw it out there. Fair enough. Um, okay, Metallica, S&M. Okay, so this is major Metallica, but it sounds beautiful and would have been super corny if it were a studio production. Symphonies are meant for live performances, and the next best thing to having been there for these shows is listening to this double album. Have you ever listened to S&M?
1: I have not but I do know some of the hits off of it and I have heard it yes and it is quite to use a word that people use quite frequently it is quite epic.
0: Yeah, it's um you know it's funny there there's parts where to me it sounds like the orchestra and Metallica are playing totally different things and then there's parts where they're really in sync and it really sounds awesome. But I mean I I certainly respect it for the for the um for the level of experimentation Metallica, you know, for say what you will about them has been a band that's been very um very willing to experiment, even when they could rest on their laurels. I mean, they did that record with Lou Reed, which uh, I, I thought might be a fun mutual punching bag for us one Ooh, week. Um, and then uh, they did uh, Through the Never, which was their crazy, like, IMAX concert film, which... Man, I had a fun time seeing that in the theater.
1: You did see
0: it, oh, dude! I was—I went to the IMAX theater. I was the only one in there. I was fucking air guitaring, singing along. It was—it was a lot of fun.
1: Note, folks, he was the only one in there. The, so the only one, <laughs> right? But I got a question. Are you a fan of Saint Anger? Do you think that that was a different um, I venture journey.
0: Look, I, I Saint Anger is different, uh, but I, it's just here's here's my very brief summary of St. Anger that I've, the I've lifestyle
1: truly does determine your death determine style. one's death style okay. uh,
0: obviously the snare drum sounds like shit okay um, the lyrics I, it's the only album that uh, they all wrote the lyrics and the lyrics are horrendous as you just demonstrated and all the songs are like eight minutes
1: or
0: yeah. when they should have been like four
1: I love I love the behind the scenes I love the video did you ever see the video? Was it some kind of monster? Oh, or?
0: I can recite that for you, man. <laughs> the, I love it. The, that documentary, that's a classic it documentary. Is. I
1: really enjoy that. Okay, that's... so continue. I, I apologize. No, Dan, no, no, I, I always
0: I, like to talk Metallica. I, uh, I think it'd be are, are interesting.
1: You, are you going to buy the kids' book that comes out?
0: I don't know anything about it.
1: Well, maybe that's something we got to bring up when I get some news on it. Okay? But there's
0: also S&M 2, which has been... In the, there was, it was a special... Uh, Uh, movie theater engagement I've been looking to see when it plays around here and it hasn't and I would very much like to see it
1: now what is this they cover all the no effects songs from SNM Airlines and play them Moving right along.
0: Uh, Johnny Cash of Folsom Prison, 1968. Okay, overrated for me. Uh, While guys with long hair did a bunch of hallucinogens and called returning G.I.'s baby killers, and ultimately ended up being the worst generation, the baby boomers, the man in black was advocating for a forgotten class of people. The ad libs are great, the crowd of inmates is great, and prior to the American recordings, this is the quintessential Johnny Cash record.
1: Yeah. He's up there with the Duke for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's Americana douche. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, I know I'm gonna offend hey, a lot of people, hey, man, but you're,
0: you're allowed, bro.
1: No, no, I I mean, it's just it's just that whole mentality is just for me. It's no, you're. I mean, what he stands for, and you know what what you just said. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt and, he was cool. Yeah, but sorry, I don't I don't jump on board for that that kind of stuff.
0: Hey, man, honesty is the best policy here. At, here at we're not <laughs> exactly Nordic.
1: fans. If, goodbye. I'm sorry.
0: If you if you have any thoughts on any of these albums, uh, not nordicpod at gmail.com. Please. So moving along, Jay Z unplugged. Released at the height of the Nas beef, the Roots Live Ensemble supports the Jigga Man's triumphant live album. Hip-hop is often terrible live, that's very true. Jay not only put together a new take on some of the best of his catalog, but the Roots took sides in the best beef in hip-hop by performing Takeover with subtle Nas melodies mixed in. There are some good tracks off that. I don't know if you've ever... Uh, there's a, Jay-Z has a song called Song Cry, and I think... Uh, the 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 un- unplugged version of that is really solid.
1: First off, I gotta say thank you for writing this email. It is written amazing. Yeah. He's... So yeah, this is this is quite awesome to hear you write this and us try to answer it with some, you know. Seriousness.
0: Yeah, I would actually like to have Chris on as a live guest at some point. I think I think he would add something.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave. He could stay because he's very informative <laughs> here. But uh, did he anything Wasn't the live album between him and Lincoln Park also wasn't that live as well?
0: No, that was just uh, um, was that just what, a studio what collab? It, what they call? Well, it wasn't even that was um, that was just a what they call a mashup of old songs. Was it? Yeah, it was uh, the Black Album and I think Lincoln Park's Hybrid Theory put together.
1: But I thought they did it live. Wasn't there?
0: I don't. Uh, Don't quote me on that. Um, I'll I'll tell you what. I will read this next one if you want to look into that. that, Oh, yeah, you're right. um, I don't think so, though.
1: Okay,
0: go Um, ahead. So next we have uh, The Roots Come Alive, which I actually had not listened to in forever, and I actually put on, as inspired by this uh, email, uh, the Roots have described their studio albums as flyers for their live shows. Come Alive is how The Roots were intended to be consumed. Downside, this record came out before many of what would become their best songs. were long overdue for Roots Come Alive 2.0, but, and I'm not sure that the Jimmy fallon Roots still have it. Um, yeah, I, I saw The Roots live once, and there was a lot of... Um, uh, they're, they're a very improvisational live, live band. And it, it it does seem like that's kind of their uh, uh, their forte.
1: Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I never really I was I never got I never got into the roots to be honest with you.
0: I mean, yeah, you're not a. I mean, do you like you know, where 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 do you stand on hip hop in general?
1: Well, see, I'm more I'm more along the guise of you know, like I know it's going to sound ridiculous. The original you know, Black Eyed Peas, we'd be falling out never fallen down. Keep it on a higher level, elevated ground.
0: That's a joint. That's a jam. Turn
1: yeah. it up, play it. Yeah, again. exactly. I'm I'm more along the lines of like um, Camp Lowe, Keith Murray, Luccini. Yeah, exactly. I'm all that kind of stuff like back in the day, that kind of like um, resurgence of
0: <sighs> See, I see I don't think the roots are totally like out of place in that conversation. Maybe no, I'll, maybe I'll no, have to recommend you some stuff. Please
1: do. I'd right. be interested in listening to it.
0: Um all right. So finally, and this is Listen, Go ahead. we might get some emails for this, but I, I love this man, Billy Joel. Twelve Gardens, recorded later in his career, it's just absolutely crammed with hits. And let's be honest, it's nice to hear an even mildly, an even slightly different take on Piano Man and New York State of Mind. Classic songs you hear in your head, note for note. Billy Joel fucking rules. Don't yes. at, don't at me.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. He's a very talented and um, great performer. Yeah, so I, I concur with that list that he just gave.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was cool. And if anybody has anything else to add to it, uh, feel free. Not nordicpod at gmail.com. gmail.com. Great, great email, Chris. Thanks, thanks for chatting. Yes, me thank
1: you so much. And they did perform together, but I don't know if it was the the music themselves.
0: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was it was uh, it was a mashup. But like I said, somebody. Somebody who's more knowledgeable can, uh, can clarify. Please yes, please hit us up. You know, up. I once dated a girl for a little while who I legitimately really liked.
1: Who like Linkin Park?
0: They were her favorite band. That's and I okay. just, I couldn't get around it. I was like, there must be something else weird about her. I can't figure it out. Because, like, I'm, I like enough, like, weird stuff that I'm not going to totally shit on somebody for liking Linkin Park. But for them to be, like, their favorite band where they, like, travel to go see them, I don't know. There's something off there for me. <laughs>
1: coming from a guy who loves sublime 40 house of freedom so you got no room to talk was she feeling the same way you're like dude she likes like park and she's going to her friends dude he likes sublime
0: smoke two joints in the morning bro
1: uh-huh get that tape out it's may we're going to the beach
0: fuck you man i'm not telling you anything anymore
1: <laughs> you told the world all right, so what do you, you got any news? Yeah, or? I got a,
0: I got a, I got a bunch of, a whole bunch of shit here. Okay. Um okay, so the first thing that I flagged as interesting was from nme.com. Uh Iggy Pop, I used to smoke spider webs to get high. Okay. Which you know, Iggy Pop has revealed that he once smoked spider webs to get high during a recent interview on in the Jonathan Ross show, which you can watch below. Ross asked him about his younger days in the Stooges and how he once stuck his tongue into an electrical socket. Well, it was an electric train transformer," said Pop. "I tried spider webs too. I tried to smoke them. You know, you've got to start somewhere. As for the experience itself, he described it as quote
1: harsh." Interesting. So was he doing like, dude? Was he doing that deep stuff? Like, was he doing like uh, Brown Recluse? <laughs> or was he doing strictly, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, like did did, did, Black there, widow. did did different types of spider types of spider uh, webs hit different? It had to I don't, I don't know man And I mean obviously This was way pre-internet Like who told Iggy Pop That this was something That might get you high
1: Yeah you know It was, it was along the same lines Of uh, Dennis Leary's album You know we did everything <laughs> Take this hamburger Put it under your gums Ah, <laughs> You know so <laughs>
0: Drugs I did my share And his share And his share <laughs> Um uh, an old roommate of mine, who I think you might know, might if I said his name, you might remember him from high school. Um, we did convince him one time when we were bored to smoke Ovaltine. We told him that Ovaltine powder would get him high. Fair enough. And he said, besides having a pleasant pleasant chocolatey aroma, it didn't really do much for him.
1: Yeah, I did that some one time. I was like, dude, you want to smell? You ever smell burnt chocolate? It's the greatest smell ever. So what'd you do? <laughs> so we ate a cigarette lighter, and he had a, these chocolate cigars, and. Burning chocolate does not smell good, <laughs> so his car smelled like burning sugar for the longest time, and we kept <laughs> laughing about it, saying, "Dude, you're smell burnt chocolate." That's weird because I
0: actually thought the I thought the burnt uh, Ovaltine kind of smelled pleasant. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't know. Burnt chocolate did not smell. <laughs> um, okay, so wow. uh, this is an article from CNN Business, so this is a legit article. Okay. Uh, it's titled "How Your Poop Can Help Train Artificial Intelligence." Okay. Um. The next time you go to the bathroom, a couple startups are hoping you'll snap a picture before you flush. For scientific reasons, of course. No, really, two companies are soliciting poop photos from anyone who wants to send them. The companies began collecting the photos online on Monday via campaign cheekily called Give a Shit, with the goal of creating one of the first known data sets of human poop images. These pictures, the companies hope to collect a 100,000 in total, can then be used to build AI for research into gut-related diseases and to help people with such health conditions more, more easily track their own bowel movements. We like to say it's basically a data dump. <laughs> it gets flushed away each day that could really inform science, said co-founder and co-CEO of Seed Ara Katz. Okay, so... <laughs>
1: there, there was a website out there that was called Shitting on Celebrities. Really? And what this Where do you web- find this and stuff? And what this website used to be, it was pictures of celebrities from like a magazine laying in a toilet. It'd be the picture of him in the toilet or whoever it was. And then the next picture would be a dump on it. Really? And it was called Shitting on Celebs.
0: Was there anybody interesting on there?
1: Uh, I think it was Avril Lavigne. Um, who was the guy... <sighs> What was the guy from Kill Bill? What was his name?
0: David Carradine.
1: David Carradine. Man. R.I.P.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he he was he was into some weird stuff, huh? I mean.
1: Well, hey. <laughs> uh, who else? There was one. There was one more. Uh, the guy from uh, Scott Pilgrim. I can't remember his name.
0: The main guy. Yeah. Michael Cera.
1: Yes, huh? him as well.
0: Huh. So, would you do this? Would you send in a picture of your bowel movements? Um. Because I'm not going to lie. I I had one the other day where I was like, man, that's pretty spectacular. I mean, you know, I kind of wish I could put that on Instagram or
1: something. Well, here's the thing. If you want to go plus 15, go plus 15. you are going to get some little gross here. Back in the day when Marvel was starting to uh, put some stuff out, they made this thing called a Hulk shake. It was Hulk's head and the milkshake itself was green.
0: It makes sense. Right.
1: So, all right so now plus 15 is, hit plus 15 again if you're still here Keep plus, fi- plus fifteen, 15 in it. or just so, turn it off and never listen to it again so I, I, I drank it and I went to the bathroom and I'm not lying when I say neon green detritus was in the <laughs> toilet <Detritus>. yes <laughs> I'm telling you I had to call co-workers in I was like listen let me break it down for you this is needs to be seen by other people and I'm sorry (laughs) so please forgive me exactly so people came in and did witness it and they did see the Hulk detritus (laughs) fair enough so yes I would take a picture of that and send it in and say what the hell is going on what
0: happened here or there was that uh, there was that Halloween Whopper plus 15 everybody that, uh, (laughs) that Burger King had that had the black bun that supposedly caused green detritus as well really yeah
1: did you partake? I did, I did not partake. I did but, not partake uh, there were, there either. There
0: was some, I don't know, something with a black bun, just, really anything from Burger King doesn't appeal to me, but that's another story. I think we've covered that before.
1: Yeah, I think we can get into it at another time.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so, moving along, um, I actually sent you something, if you don't mind pulling that up. Um, O.J. <laughs> dressed as uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes for Halloween, uh, so... As I am making the assumption that you don't know what Patrick Mahomes looks like. I do not. That is is an original picture, and that is O.J. dressed as him. So maybe maybe we want to listen to like a second of O.J. giving a Halloween message as Patrick Mahomes.
1: Let's see. Here we go. Hey, Twitter world. It's me, O.J. Mahomes. Now, I know a lot of you fantasy guys out there are wondering if I'm going to play this week. Well, O.J. tells me I shouldn't. He said I should wait these ten days... Get that tender ankle in and person. that tender knee he healthy so that I'll be ready for the stretch run. Now, I don't know if I'm going to do That's that, but it sounds like sound advice to me. A couple of ballplayers have been in is the movie this week.
0: Uh, all right, we're we right. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, he, first off, he's lounging like in a, in a an outdoor recliner or yeah. something outside patio furniture. Sun in his face. You see his hand shadow on his chest holding his phone up talking into it. Very nonchalant.
0: Yeah, what, what what really gets me is just... He's... Nonchalant is a great word. He's just very... I don't know, man. If I, would like, openly got away with murder, I, I, I don't know. I'd kind of live the rest of my life privately. <laughs>
1: well, see, and there you go, folks. There's the proof right there. Chuck just proved he's innocent.
0: Yeah, no. Whatever whatever you think I did, I, I didn't do. And I, you know, I just... I don't get... He's... He, uh, man, he's just devoid of any kind of, like human feeling, like... Yeah. I don't know, even 25 years later to just be be on Twitter talking about fantasy football advice. I don't know if I had it in... I, if, if I would have it in me if I were him.
1: Yeah, even if you lost, like, an ex-wife or were even wrapped up all up in this... Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's, I still don't think I'd be reacting like this at all.
0: He's... he's Let
1: alone bring a gun to get my old merch back.
0: Yeah, well, know? he paid for that. Did you Did you watch the, um... Uh, the it was like an eight hour long uh, documentary they did about it.
1: I know that he was caught stealing cookies in jail. And was, he he was he busted? Yes.
0: Well, here's my favorite part of that documentary. Right? Go ahead. When he was getting sentenced for that whole you know robbing the guys, uh, the the judge was an, a woman who clearly felt that OJ was owed the world some years in jail. Okay. And she. When she was about to sentence him, she goes into the people sentence Horenthal James Simpson. To, she had like a big gulp, and she took like a big sip of her soda or whatever she had before. She was like, "Yeah, ten years or whatever." Wow. Like she was clearly wanted to stick it right in. And I, you know, considering the fact that, like I said, I think we all acknowledge that OJ got away with killing two people. I, I, I saw the humor in that.
1: That is pretty funny.
0: Um all right so a uh, couple a couple other things uh blah, blah, blah. uh AV Club which is I get it, I get some news for for us from AV Club uh they actually uh did a 24 hour uh horror playlist with Makeup Legend Tom Savini thieves Thieves. Well, we, thieves you'll be hearing from our uh, our lawyers over here at Not Nordic headquarters um uh, but I did flag that just because I thought it was funny that uh his for, he chose... Um, alien to start his off as well so me and, Tom, me and Tom Savini clearly of one mind on these things
1: right and if you want to do a settlement reach us at not, not nordicpod Nordic
0: uh, it's gonna we're, we're talking something in the, the six figures minimally I would say right please um, if you're curious he he chose alien psycho the exorcist uh, yeah but see that's the thing like Frank he, frankenstein 1931 um American Werewolf in London.
1: Right, but he didn't go deep. I feel he didn't go deep. When no, you send me that, it's just like... These are basic bitch picks. So exactly. Uh, exactly.
0: House of Wax, uh, The Shining, yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't have
1: Terror Vision, okay? Yeah, he didn't he have... He didn't have Society.
0: Oh, man, Society. Ew, he really picked the 2010 version of The Wolfman. That yo, movie is horrible.
1: Yo, he didn't have Donnie Darko.
0: He did not have okay, Donnie so Darko. So he didn't are have Blood Diner. Like, exactly. Yeah. So... Bram Stoker's Dracula. Man, this is my first time looking at this whole thing, and I really don't like it. Yeah, I looked at it. Yo, did it he was... really put the Passion of the Christ on here? He did. Man, fuck that, dude. Whoa! <laughs> Careful! <laughs> um, so, uh, this happened last night. I just... This is not particularly funny, so we won't spend too much time on it, but okay. uh, there was a double shooting in Philadelphia last night that ended in a high-speed ATV chase through the city, and I just... If that's not the most Philadelphia headline in the history of the world, I I don't know what is.
1: Why well, aren't the rules where they can't chase all-terrain vehicles and they can't chase motorcycles down the street? They have to. They, I don't.
0: I don't know. Is, that, is that a thing?
1: Something where they can't pursue them because it they're at risk of they're they're at a higher risk of getting in an accident, and getting hurt because they're not in a vehicle, uh, a car or a truck or. You know.
0: Well, if that's the rule. Then they broke it, which you know, uh, I I understand. Well, you know, pursuing well, yeah. pr- pursuing people that just you know shot and killed two people. I get that. Yeah. Um, so this was something I, I came upon online. Do you remember Static X? Yes. The the, the band from the early two thousands. Now the, didn't the, the
1: singer pass away? Yes. So okay. this
0: this is what I'm saying here. This this is not like a news story per se, but somebody on my Facebook page replied that they were interested in one of their concerts, and I didn't realize that Static X was still touring. Um, really? now, I'm going to show you this picture here now. Just to, uh, just to clarify with everyone, uh, Static X's singer had a had a his hair stuck straight up. Yes, he had like foot long hair, and it looked like he just like stuck his finger in an electrical socket or something. Bro,
1: maybe he's like, maybe he stuck his tongue in there to try and get high.
0: Maybe he him and Iggy Pop were. Happy. Dude,
1: I think that's what happened.
0: So now I'm going to show you this picture, and I clarified that this is exactly what. I was looking at what I thought I was looking at. They got a guy, and ma- they make him sing with a mask and a wig on to make him look like their dead lead singer. Whoa! Isn't that weird?
1: First off, looking at that picture, that is extremely creepy.
0: It's 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 not just it, it yeah. It's not like a like like a lifelike mask. It looks like he's wearing the dude's skin or something. It's really horrifying. Maybe I'll post a picture up on our Instagram of this. Yeah, you gotta um, see
1: it. It's uh. It is very disturbing.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, as uh, a friend and former roommate of the show, Chris would say, "Distubo." Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't know who thought that was a good idea. And I looked it up. Like he, he, don't, they don't even let this guy go by his own name. He just goes by the name Zero with an X in the front.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I wonder if there's live video of him performing. Do you th- one, of, one of their classic songs.
1: Do you think that he goes for the same kind of sound? You know, because you know, well, this person didn't pass away. Oh, yeah, I guess so. When um, uh, what was that? I'm the man. The box. Come on, Jay. Uh,
0: Allison Chains.
1: Allison Chains. That singer, the singer who took over for him, does sound like the original.
0: Yeah, like big time. Right. Yeah, and th- that guy's actually really good.
1: Yeah, and it's not it's not a it's not a slam. You know, he does a great job at performing and, you know, carrying on the name and carrying, keeping the tunes alive, man. Keeping
0: the tunes alive,
1: carrying yes. it on. Sorry. So, um,
0: so if you would, I found a video of uh, this, this creepy.
1: What Sorry. Was, what was that? That's, my, that's one of my text tones that I have.
0: Oh. Well, all right. Well, I found a video of this creepy mascot performing that very song, if you'd like to get, if we could give it a listen right quick. What song? Push it. Um, okay. And, sorry. Ee, ee, <laughs> all, right.
1: all right. Let me let me let me pull this up. Let me pull this bad boy up. Bad boy for life. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> what you're gonna do?
1: We ain't Go win nowhere. We ain't. Okay. Here we go. I feel it. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Here we
0: go. At least so he's going much more death metal.
1: Yeah, a lot deeper.
0: Cookie monster, if you will.
1: He's also playing guitar. No, the, the
0: other guy plays guitar.
1: Yeah, but he's playing guitar. Oh no, I don't think he's doing a good job. He's got the high hair, and it's deeper.
0: No, I, I'm going to give a thumbs down to the uh, the the creepy masked um, Static X singer. Yeah, you That's tried. It. He gave it his best shot. He did. Um, so He pushed it. Com- coming later on this month, uh, I- I'd like to hear your thoughts on the fact that uh, Artie Lang will be starting his own podcast.
1: Uh, Again? Yeah, I mean,
0: Artie Lang's halfway house, bro. You going you to you gonna tune in? No,
1: I don't believe I will. <laughs> I do not like him anymore. He is a liar and a meanie. And I know you and I discussed it, and you said, well, he was an addict, so... He was lying because he was an addict.
0: But then you said he was a liar. Liar.
1: <laughs> or like to say Henry Rollins, Ugh. <laughs> every fan is a liar. Right.
0: So go on. So is that all? You just you will not be tuning into Artie Lang's Halfway House? This? No, like
1: like like you and I discussed. His his first book was good, entertaining, and then I did buy the audio book for his second one. And hearing it, just hearing it, it was just so frustrating. Hearing all the lies, all the same stories that we've heard over and over and over, the same ones over and over again. I mean, you even had to correct me on me trying to change. I was trying to change his joke up so it wasn't the same thing. And Chuck was like, that's not it, bro. This is what it is. He's like, I know because he says it so many times. So please. Take it away. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right. Well, oh, you want to hear the joke? Yeah, let's hear the joke.
0: Which, which one? I don't even remember which one, which one was it. Meth. It was a, oh, yeah, yeah. He, go, he, he goes, Does anybody in this crowd like meth? And then somebody raises their hand. He was, was like, Ah, there's always one dude. And then he's like, Meth is a great drug if you want to walk to St. Louis one weekend. Right. That was my already lying impression.
1: Um, let's just say, every show he does, everywhere he goes, that is his go to joke. I'm one... I'm two sit-ups away from being Mark Hamill. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Maybe the first time, but when it's constant, oh gosh. All right. Anyway,
0: well, so and so, so what I'm going to do That's already bashing hour. What I'm going to do here um is Go ahead. something we we might try to do every month if um if it works out well. I have a a list of uh the movies that are coming out in November. Um you know, we'll just skim through them real quick. How about okay. go
1: or no? Go or no? Are you going to go?
0: I'm going to go, dude.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to say no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What are the movies that are coming out this month?
0: All right. Well, November 1st already passed. That was already a thing that happened. So Terminator Dark Fate, the newest installment in the Terminator series. Okay. Uh, I saw it already. Uh, I thought it was pretty dope. I thought it was the for the best one since the second one.
1: Okay. I got a question. What did you think about Genesis hated Genesis really I actually liked Genesis I felt if they did Genesis right after number two with the same exact actors that would have been an amazing movie Hmm. personally and I'm not a fan of any of that stuff but I went and saw it and I was actually I was pleasantly surprised I
0: think I was like annoyed by how much I hated it actually okay fair (laughs) Um, enough uh, Motherless Brooklyn. Uh, I also saw that. Uh, it came out November first. That's with Edward Norton. It's a uh, an adaptation of a book. It's basically like a uh, like a nineteen fifties like gumshoe film noir thing. Okay. Uh, it also has Bruce Willis and um, Alec Baldwin and
1: all great actors that I would like people. to see in a movie.
0: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, a little long, about two and a half hours, but I don't know if if it, you know, deta- like you know fedora hat detective things are your thing it's not bad
1: I like that I like that game was it L.A. Noire that was out for yeah that was a fun game it was it was difficult
0: Uh, in theaters November 1st on Netflix November 27th uh, The Irishman do you know about The Irishman do we
1: need to get into this do we need to get into the whole thing about how Marvel movies are not real cinema
0: Look, I don't care about that. The fact is, Martin Scorsese's making a gangster movie again. Uh That's where things begin and end for me. Is
1: there going to be any more, you know, blatant, you know, uh, uh, symbolism? You know, of a a rat walking? Oh, my God, (laughs)
0: look. (laughs) Let's not pretend like The Departed wasn't a very entertaining film. No, I enjoyed it. It, it That was a little blatant, and of course the Rolling Stones had to play because he puts the Rolling Stones in every one of his movies.
1: And then The Simpsons made fun of it as well.
0: I must have missed that one.
1: A that rapping symbolism or whatever he said.
0: Uh, well, when Disney Plus comes out in a couple of weeks and I have access to every episode of The Simpsons, I'll have to go back.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Are you going to get Disney Plus, man? I don't believe I am. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll share my login with you if you're nice.
1: Folks, call the cops. <laughs> call-, call the cops. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see uh, Harriet about Harriet Tubman opened November 1st okay uh, I hope this doesn't make me a bad person to say that I'm not super interested in that um, but you will see it maybe eventually but probably not in the theater
1: okay
0: um, I see almost everything once it comes out you know I'm I'm, I'm a movie guy good uh, Doctor Sleep the sequel to The Shining comes out this coming Friday uh, November 8th uh, I didn't think the trailer looked that great but it's actually getting pretty good reviews okay um Midway, it's a war movie about the Battle of Midway. I don't know how many more war movies we really need.
1: Hey, if it's done well, I'll see it. Uh, I didn't see Fury. I wanted to see Fury. I didn't see Fury either. The Brad Brad Pitt and Shia LaBeouf one. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I missed that one. Although I did like um, Dunkirk. Dunkirk was good.
1: Did not see that. Um, Did listen to the audiobook, though. That was good.
0: You're an audiobook fiend, my friend.
1: I am, but I also like reading too, and that's something I want to ask you after we get this done. I have a question for you.
0: Oh wow, something something non pod, but something off the podcast.
1: No, 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 on podcast Oh, okay
0: Because, uh, folks Spoiler alert We don't talk off the podcast anymore yeah. We save it all for the podcast We were
1: sitting talking And he was like Uh, table that Uh, <laughs> table that He was like Hold on, save it for the po-. I'm like,
0: okay Playing with Fire Is uh, in theaters November 8th Uh that's a children's film featuring John Cena, John Leguizamo, and Keegan-Michael Key as oh. firefighters uh, that seem to be getting reacquainted with their children. Uh, I'm going to say a hard pass there. Uh, liar. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Front and center.
0: I'll be there Thursday. I'm going tomorrow night, bro. <laughs>
1: John Cena's in it. I'm there, man. John Leguizamo hanging with the homeboys and Spawn. And the pest. The pest. Come on. Yeah, I was gonna say Corky Romano, but that is Chris Kattan. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, and then we have a movie called Last Christmas. Uh, I, if you haven't seen this trailer, this trailer, this trailer might even be worth us bringing up real quick because it's very like. Um, as you can see, it's uh, uh, the Mother of Dragons, Amalia Clark. Also, oh, is that her? Also from uh Game of n- Thrones. N- Terminator Genesis. Okay, fair uh, enough. <laughs> this movie just looks really 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 bad. It's about like a quirky British woman finding love. Right. Yeah, and I just I'm going to hard pass on that all day and night. Uh, November 12th on Disney Plus, there'll be a live action version of Lady and the Tramp. Unless you can guarantee me that the uh, Billy Joel songs will be on the soundtrack, I'm good.
1: I mean, what else are they going to do? All Dogs Go to Heaven? Where else are they going to go with this?
0: Uh, great Mouse Detective. <laughs> uh, okay. November 15th, we'll get another big screen version of Charlie's Angels. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, November 15th... Uh, the uh the story of it's a uh, Ford versus Ferrari, starring uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale.
1: No interest whatsoever.
0: No interest. Uh, I might see it. Uh, it's directed by James Mangold, who did uh, the the Wolverine movie Logan and Walk the Line, and also Copland, which is a very underrated film. Matter of fact, I might—if you've never seen that—I might punching bag you with that sometime.
1: Was working in the movie theater when it came out. Always wanted to see it, never saw it. All
0: right, all right. Well, let's do, let's table that, as okay. I, as I like to say. Uh, Moving along... We're going to skip around here because we're already running long. Frozen 2, November 22nd. No interest? No interest. Uh, 21 Bridges, uh, November 22nd. That stars uh, Chadwick Boseman's, a.k.a. Black Panther. Looks like a cool, like... um like uh, like New York cop movie, movie action movie. I'll definitely see this in the 21
1: theater. bridges?
0: Yeah, well, that's how many bridges go in and out of New York. And okay. uh, part of the plot is that he he requests that they shut down New York so he can find the people that he's looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, reasonable? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I, mean,
1: I mean, hold on. They did that in Huntington, blow up the kids. Shut all the lights down on the Vegas Strip. Dude. <laughs> So plausible, you know what I'm saying? Is there a giant baby running wild in New York as well? I can. I
0: mean, one can only hope. Uh, J.K. Simmons is in it the, from um, uh, Whiplash and uh, the original Spider-Man movies. And
1: uh, don't know. Well, uh, not a fan of he, those cinemas. I'm you never score. seen Whiplash? No, no. no. <laughs> Spider-Man and all that stuff.
0: Whiplash is excellent. You should definitely watch that. Um, anyway, so it, he was on the screen. He was on screen for like two seconds in the trailer. and... I would bet anyone who would like to email NordicBot at gmail dot com five dollars that he turns out to be a bad guy. That is how confident I am in that. Uh, okay. Um, November twenty second, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Tom Hanks as Mister Rogers. If anybody needs a good cry.
1: I, I don't think it needs to be made. I think that's. I think that's a waste of money.
0: I mean, I, Tom Hanks wants another Oscar. <laughs>
1: what I don't understand is they just came out with a big giant documentary. You know what I mean. Yeah. Well, so why 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 rehash it? I don't know. Why, why jump on the fire? It's like it's come like on. um
0: like you remember the movie about the Dogtown Skaters, Dogtown and Z Boys. Yes, It was a great documentary, and then they made a lot, like a fiction version of it that sucked. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Well, but that also didn't have Tom Hanks in it, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, November twenty second, uh, Knives Out, which looks awesome. I don't know if you've seen that trailer.
1: What is it? A live performance of the band from.
0: Uh-huh. Radio and It's also a, "Knives Out." also a Radiohead song, so okay. it could have something to do with Radiohead. All man.
1: intermingled. <laughs> no, it's the like band a, "Knives Out" covering "Knives Out" while holding <laughs> "Knives Out."
0: <laughs> having knives in their hands. <laughs> yes. Oh man, it's getting late. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is like a like an Agatha Christie style like um, mystery movie. Okay, it's, it's got a really sick cast. Um, Daniel
1: Craig. Well, they better get you know some medics on board if they're all. Folks, all
0: right, moving right along.
1: Go for it.
0: <laughs> um, that might be it, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. So, uh, what do you want to see in November, listeners? Email us, not NordicPod, Nordicpod at gmail dot com. I will talk movies with you. Are you getting Disney Plus? What are you going to watch on Disney Plus? Are you going to watch The Mandalorian? What, what What are you into, folks?
1: I have a joke about a Mandalorian. But more like a mandolin. I mean.
0: Okay. Well, let's hear that then.
1: We'll have to save it for the next. Uh, no, that's the joke I told you. You were like, I don't know if we should do that joke.
0: Why did I say that?
1: Because it's terrible. Because oh, <laughs> well. I made it and it was terrible. Remember I told you about. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, folks. Well, I don't. Be- I don't remember <laughs> it at all, folks. You might be hearing it next on the next uh, podcast next week.
0: Spoiler alert, folks! Yes. I don't remember it at all. Okay. Um. So we're gonna take a quick break and uh, come back. I think with punching bags later. All right, welcome back to our punching bag segment. Uh, we're going to do uh, each of us was assigned a movie and a record that the other feels is underappreciated. Um, we're going to do records this week and movies next week. So, to start out, uh, Jason, tell, tell us about your punching bag for this particular week. Oh, let me stretch.
1: Uh, uh, I really uh, am stretching uh, here, oh, folks. Shit, he really stretched. Green Day, warning 2000.
0: 2000. That's it.
1: <laughs> the <end. laughs> this if if you listen to the song blood sex booze, right? Two minutes and forty seconds. He says, "You give me." Like he tries to be really gruff. He goes, "Real punk." You, you give me. me. <laughs> all right, all right. So here, you do it. Let let us let, go through it, and I'll 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 give you an example of what this album is. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, do that part.
0: Or blah, sex, and booze—you give me. Boop! <laughs>
1: Boop! Total, like total, out of place woes, and this was such a such a disappointment. Oh no! I, I was very, I was very upset to listen to this album. Now, this is this is something that I real. Uh, this is the only album since *Kerplunk*, not produced by Rob Cavallo. Yeah, so. That, that, that tells you right there. So, let, let me let me give you a whole uh, retrospective on the punk scene. Take at, us around the world, At, at this bro. time came Take out. Take us okay. around the world. So, around this time, 1997, you know, this came out in 2000. So, this is what was happening in punk. Good Riddance came out in 1997. The, no, not, not Good Riddance. I'm sorry. The song Good Riddance came out on Nimrod oh, yeah, in yeah,
0: 1997.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, not the West Coast punk band. No, no, no. So... I feel that that album Personally Nimrod Should have been 12 songs 1 through 12 I feel is flawless
0: It was, it was a little padded Yeah, yeah. No, no I agree and Totally
1: I, yeah. I, I honestly feel That Billy Joe Was scared And he just Didn't I think he was scared Of the direction He felt maybe the band Was going in He was like I need to pad it With a lot of songs You're absolutely right I think that the song Good Riddance Was an attempt At something new He took a risk As an artist As a band you know, going in and trying it. So I, I give him respect for that, you know?
0: You want to hear you want to hear something kind of interesting? Go ahead, let me hear That's it. actually a very old song. There's footage of them playing that back at Gilman before Dookie came out. Really? No, not acoustic, though. The, the changing it to acoustic was what they did for that album. But that's okay. a song he had sitting around for a while.
1: Okay, well, the fact that they went acoustic and they... they yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they had other songs like that on uh, like Dookie and stuff, but... But the,
0: that song was also about... I'm pretty sure the acoustic song on Dookie was about jerking off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I th- I think it was a nice it was a nice attempt as an artist to try it and put it out there yeah. and, and see what sticks. So on this album, the song Misery Yes and the song Macy's Day Parade. I love that song. I think those are both failures.
0: Oh I think
1: oh. I think they're failures because it's one of those things where people say, Wow, it's so it's so out there, man. They did it and it's beautiful. No, it's not. I feel personally that it is a, it is a failed attempt oh. at trying something. <laughs> oh. I'm cutting you deep, oh. aren't I? <laughs>
0: it's, it's, it's just true. Take thy knife from out my heart and take <laughs> thy form from off my. The <laughs> raven. Yes, yeah, yeah that's right.
1: <laughs> so I I truly feel that those are failed attempts at songwriting and um and just music in general.
0: I love Macy's Day Parade so much.
1: <laughs> so if so, let me put this into perspective again. So No Effects, So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes came out in 1997. Okay. Okay, now, for some people, those were introductions to, that, to those bands. So let's say you're a new person getting into punk and you hear Nimrod. I think that's a good introductory album. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally.
1: If you hear No Effects, 1997, that's a good introduction to punk as well. So Long and Thanks for All the Shoes, yes. No Effects. Do you agree? Yeah, sure. I think those are two great albums to get introduced to in the punk Scene yeah, I mean, punk and was the one I heard
0: early on, but yeah. No, no, I understand, yeah. but
1: I'm saying like everyone's introduction is a different year. Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Depends on when you come up. Exactly. So then, so then we get into 1998 with Offspring, Americana. Now this is people's introduction to the Offspring and their style of punk, which is pretty fly for a white guy. Ugh. Do you see? Do you see where I'm going here? We're starting to get into this, this um. Blind. Fury of trash,
0: <laughs> blind fury of, of trash. Okay, <laughs> that might be the episode title. I don't know. How we'll say.
1: So they they come out with that album, and they're they're still considered a punk band. People are listening to them, and they're getting into them. This new the, these, these these kids that are getting into punk music, they think that this is punk. Pretty sure. fly for a white guy. Ugh. Then we I'll say it again. All right, that's ninety eight. So ninety nine, we have Through Being Cool comes out. Saves the day. Right. Which I think. Changes the whole kind of uh, melodic, melodic punk hard. I, they were they were a little hard. They were fast. That record was kind of regional though, wasn't it? I mean, were
0: they big all over?
1: I feel they were. They had songs on MTV. They had yeah. music videos out there. So I mean, but that, that yeah, it's still under the radar. So 1999 also the Get Up Kids, something to write home about, comes out. Okay, so that's pretty much under the radar too for the most part. But they still had songs out and videos on MTV.
0: Yeah, I mean there was there was definitely something. I mean there was was a uh, was clarity 1999 i feel like yes yeah it was there was a lot going on in that in that particular scene at that
1: at that time yeah Yeah. and you know what else was out blink 182 enemy of the state
0: yeah yeah i remember that was uh i'd left school to buy that buy that the day it came out
1: so that's a juggernaut of punk rock music 99 98 you know that's sure yeah that is the introduction to a new wave of decent catchy well-written music i feel
0: Yeah, no, I still listen to all those records.
1: So then 2000, Green Day comes out with this. Right. And this is supposed to be, this is supposed to compete with what's out there at that time. And I think that it falls short big time. They go into this this punk folk style of music a la Brian McGee and... You know, that, that, that kind of uh
0: Brian McGee oh uh, from
1: <laughs> like, Plough United? Yeah, like that swingy kind of punk that I don't know, it just it doesn't do it is is I wanna ask you this, is there a song on this record that, that you connected with? Uh yes. Okay, what song is that?
0: Uh there, there's probably a couple. Uh Okay. Uh Macy's Day Parade definitely. Uh Church on Sunday as well. Um you have a track list. There's one more. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hang on. Okay. To vamp, vamp for a second.
1: Okay. Well, I, I just wanted to ask you, along along with that, is is there a song out there in this world? Oh,
0: uh, waiting as well. I love. Waiting. Oh,
1: waiting is. I agree. Waiting is phenomenal.
0: Interesting.
1: I, so, th- so this is. So, I want to. I want to. I want to come back to that. But I also have a qu- I mean, you're connected to these songs. But is there? Oh, also, Deadbeat Holiday is the other one. I
0: really is, like. is there?
1: Is there a song out there that gets you? Get you emotional? Sure, many. Do you have a, what is that song? What's what's a song that, that you can go to and it's like wow, it really hits the the heartstrings.
0: Jeez, do um, you you talk? It'll come to me. Well,
1: well, I, well, I have a song, and I was I was thinking about it. I was I was trying to I was listening to this album and thinking, do any of these songs do they hit people? Do do they connect with them? And I, I have a feeling that they were going for that for a lot of these songs. They were going to try and you know. Make it big and emotional and <laughs> be, be, be bigger than I guess it actually was. So I went back to a song that I felt had something that, that connected with me that hit me, and it's this, this band called Camp Cope. It actually came out a few years ago. It's a, a, a song called uh, A Song for Charlie. And, man, okay. as soon as I heard it, man, it hit me just like it did the first time I heard it. Huh. And I wonder if there is a song like that on this album for you or if there's a song out there for you. I mean, just asking in general.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the one that comes to mind is um, Out of Reach from uh, Something to Write Home About by the Get Up Kids. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, you know, just off the top of my head. But, yeah, Waiting is like,
1: whew. Yeah. That's... that's Yeah, that is, that is a really, really, really good song. I agree. This... I mean... Green Day joined the Warp Tour... For this album Like to promote yeah, this album Yeah I went And I know I know that uh, Fat Mike said that um, They joined the warp Tour Just to try and be relevant again
0: That makes such a dick <laughs> He money. is But he's honest And he,
1: he also he, he also said Which I agree with No warning Is their worst album
0: No warning That's that's the hardcore no. band From Connecticut bro <laughs>
1: Sorry <laughs> Warning Warning is their worst album You're right
0: well, That's where they were from Right Connecticut I think so I'm not sure Um Interesting. Uh, see, I, I guess if I if I were to rebut, I, I don't know. It, I I didn't feel like the album feels as calculated as you as you seem to think. Like it like the, it felt it feels personal to me and not like well, this is what you know we want to inspire in the audience. But that then again, you know, knowing what they've done since, you know, your interpretation of it may be more correct. No warnings from Canada, by the way. I don't know why I thought they were from Connecticut. <laughs> Um yeah, I, I don't know. You know, you, you you seem to have a very cynical view of Green Day, and I guess considering everything they've done since then, that might be fair. Well, I
1: I, th- I think it's I think it's the change cuz I, like I I had a I had a really cuz you do you, you had a close bond with this band, right?
0: Oh, man, huge. huge. Exactly,
1: me too. 90 what was it? 94 Dookie came out. Yeah. Uh Smash came out. Those two albums I was in love with. Yeah, when I
0: know? when I when I started high school in 1998, I sort of Revisited Dookie And they like It was the first time really Maybe ever That like I really like Looked at the liner notes To an album And I felt like th- Those songs were written Like with me And where I was at in life In mind Like Right the, the, We were talking about it The first song on Dookie Burnout I declare I don't care no more I was like Fuck yeah I don't care anymore either Right <laughs> And then uh The second song uh, Having a blast Where he goes uh Do you ever want to lead a long trail of destruction and mow down any bullshit that confronts you? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And that's the way it should be. Like, you you read these lyrics and it's, okay, where you go? I I feel that they did something that was like, you're with us, jump on or jump off. You know what I mean? I I feel that, you know, when Rilo Kiley came out with Under the Blacklight, I read an interview and the guitar player, Blake Sennett, said... Um, if you don't like it, find a new indie band playing weird songs in a basement. Just that that just want to be weird.
0: And that dude's pretty angry, but that's another
1: story. <laughs> no, but I, I understand what he's saying. He doesn't want to hear all the bullshit. You know, oh, why are you doing this? You know, you're our band. You know. And no,
0: I mean you can't you can't do everything for right. You know. Well, uh, that's
1: what he said. He said we're doing a pop record. This is our pop. This is our attempt at a pop album. Right. So this is what we want to do. We've never done this before, so we're doing it. And that's what I feel that they did. This is this is their first album since signing to a major label that did not reach multi platinum. Yeah, yeah. And do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know what they blamed for it? What did they blame? Napster. <laughs> they said it was leaked on Napster, so that's well, why.
0: Well, that's why I thought it was an ideal punching bag because it's a record I I genuinely like that undersold. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Scott Litt was asked to come on the guy who did like worked with REM yeah, and yeah. mixed down the. Um, actually, he mixed down the Nirvana. Live album. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I wonder... He was kicked off the project. Huh. And I wonder if he was kicked off because he maybe he didn't like the direction they were going. Who ultimately produced it? I, it they did. Oh. They did, and executive was... Um, what's his name? The original guy. Cavallo. Yes. So, I mean, I, I had I had better notes, and I deleted them all somehow, and I was so frustrated. So that was my attempt at remembering all the notes that I had... You did a good job So I feel That Waiting I feel that Waiting Is a phenomenal song And I personally feel If they came out Right off the bat With Waiting As their first song And wait To come out With Warning And then wait To come out With Minority I think the album Would have been Received better
0: Yeah see I don't Besides Waiting I don't really like The singles
1: Yeah neither do I
0: I like the the deep Cuts myself Hey (laughs) That's uh, fun yeah, it's um, uh, you didn't think it was weird that they they, they kind of stole the vocal melody for that song off of uh, Downtown.
1: <laughs> I don't care. It's <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah, it's, it's 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 good. It's it's one of their last maybe truly great songs, honestly.
1: Oh, so you just yeah, I mean, you just said it right right there. That is, I think that that is a phenomenal song, and Wake Me Up in September, and that song rocks. No, Please I'm no. joking. <laughs> Please no. So I would I would have to say that.
0: I liked American Idiot when it came out, but it, it didn't really it didn't have a ton of replay value for me.
1: I wish I could remember exactly I was talking to Spencer from Discount Cemetery about this album.
0: Oh, discountcemetery.com?
1: Discountcemetery.com. Can you spell that? <laughs> <laughs> and use the promo code Not, not Nordic, Nordic, Nordic to get 25% off your purchase. Just check it out. Even if you just go on there and check some... They got some... Shake it out. Yeah, shake it out. <laughs> they got some great merch on there. But when I was talking to him about it, he said they started to turn into like a um, political band. Yeah. But was, just just a generic political band. They weren't standing for everything. They were just saying, our government sucks. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then he was just like, okay, what else? Right. And he gave it... I forget the band, but he said that there's a band from England who was... Who, who one of their songs was Don't Pay the... the um, the toll tax, or something like that. Crass. Uh, I don't think it was Crass. It was either the Exploited, or I can't remember. But he said he's like they had a message. Don't pay this tax. He's like, and that's what it should be. You have a message, and you, and you fight against that message that you believe in.
0: No, I agree with that. That's right. why. That's why Pennywise sucks because it's like.
1: Fuck authority.
0: All right. all right,
1: man. Cool. What else? <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, in conclusion, thank you for giving me this. I was able to listen to it because I never, never gave it a chance. And I got to be honest, Waiting is such a good song. That, that surpasses all the crap that's on this album. Well, at least so. you like something for it. Exactly. That. Okay, no, fair enough. I, I, I wouldn't listen to it again. I wouldn't recommend it. But that song, Waiting, is good. So that's where I'll stand.
0: Maybe you'll put it, maybe you'll put it on a mix someday or something. Totally, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you ready to take your medicine? I'm done. Give it to me. You ready to take your Give medicine? Hey, dude, <laughs> I, I'm ready. Alright, what, what the fuck is the name of this record? <coughs> Night on Earth, is that Life. it? Life on Earth. Tiny, tiny Vipers. Sub Pop. Um, uh, Sub Pop Records, 2009. Uh, my, Firstly, let me just say, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Uh,
1: it starts with an F. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. I know it. <laughs> really, man. <laughs> uh, all right, so the the, the
0: the the tiny vipers is just a woman, is a single woman from Seattle. Um, she was very much uh, <clears throat> this was very much around the time where kind of like that psychedelic folk was in vogue. So she's kind of in league with like you know Joanna Newsom and like. Devendra Bernhardt like, like, like stuff like that Like it's just The whole record It's 99.9% Just vocals And acoustic guitar And uh, So a, a couple of the petty things That bug me um, Much like you 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 get annoyed by movies Where someone is lying to someone I hate when a singular artist Names themselves something plural That, that bugs the shit out of me For some reason Okay um, So there's that Um now, this feels weird. I feel like a little bit of a hypocrite bringing this up first Go ahead. because I assigned you an album uh, featuring a singer that clearly would like to be British, but she affects a very strange accent the entire time she's singing she does um uh, Almost like, like almost she's trying to be like Dolores O'Riordan from the Cranberries or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, actually, honestly, you know what she, you know what her voice reminds me of more than anything else, especially in the first half of the record—is she almost sounds like a female Neil Young. Um, but so, to me. To for to just have to just pull off being you and an acoustic guitar for sixty four minutes by the way sixty four minutes Hell I yeah. I think it's got to be something really, um, really phenomenal yeah and I, it, it's like her her she her voice is not phenomenal to me it's not bad um, but I just I mean I was. <laughs> 3 songs into this thing I was I was trying to think if I could get away with just turning it off and telling you I listened to the whole thing. Well,
1: I appreciate you being honest and sticking through and doing it cuz I know it's difficult sometimes. Sublime. <laughs> Sublime.
0: Um around track 6 uh, which was called Young God. Uh-huh. Um it starts to get like even more spacey. Oh, like yeah. and, like it's it's very much like a like until then it's just kind of like like ballads like whatever and then Young Young God is like <laughs> it starts like Singing as if she's a few steps away from the microphone And going ah. Uh Uh I Maybe this is the, a deficiency in my Way of listening to music Is I tend to gravitate towards Like I mean you've listened to You've heard my band The Man's Platter uh, You know it's very verse chorus verse chorus maybe Performing I, this weekend Yeah uh-huh. it's true and, and every weekend for the next few weeks But we can get into that a little later okay. Um i like i like choruses i like hooks and uh there's, there's until the very end of the very last song where she just repeats um what is it uh you'll always be someone else over over and over there's there's not really any any sort of hooks to speak of on this album it's more it's more about uh, you know it's more about mood i, I yes. get it yes um you know look if I if if I wanted to put on something like totally in the background while I was trying to fall asleep, I guess I could do worse than this. That'll that'll be the nicest thing I say about
1: it. <laughs> okay. But well, other
0: than that, man, yeah, this is this is not my thing, even yeah. even a little bit. Oh,
1: I'm saying like you you put it best. You know, a mood. You know, I I just if you just if you folks out there in La La Land, starring <laughs> No, I'm joking. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. <Godley. laughs> <Yeah>, no. <laughs> I just picture myself on a porch. You know, an open porch. Open porch. All right, I'm closing my eyes, dude. Okay. And you're staring out at a field with trees covered in snow. This album is playing, and you just listen to it while the snow falls. Like, that is the mood I get. I used to drive around listening to this album while it was snowing. I just just love the mood that it gets me in. How
0: didn't didn't you fall asleep, man? Oh, man, I love it.
1: (laughs) It's just so... I don't know.
0: Like, the only time I could fit picture putting this on again would be at bedtime.
1: Okay. That's fine. I, I am a little offended that you compared to Joanna Newsome, though. She is it's a, bizarre. It's
0: the same scene, kinda, no? Uh,
1: I wouldn't think so. It's more like scout Niblet. Did you ever listen to her? No. Okay, like it's that. more it's more along that, that aspect I would feel.
0: All right, well, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dilly, I, I, write it off. I mean look, this is okay. I mean this is a scene that I you know, if you're gonna tell me it sounds more like X than Y, I'm gonna believe you? Because I just my yeah, but my you, my reference points are not super strong. <laughs> yeah, but if you
1: compare it to Gloria Stefan two and then <laughs> compare it to this, I mean <laughs>
0: Nice call, Max. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, tell me, tell me about how you became acquainted with tiny vipers.
1: This is actually a really cool story, and I was gonna punching punching bag this to you, but there is a DVD series called "Burn to Shine."
0: Burn to Shine,
1: and what they do is, I guess, when a fire company is trying to. Test out putting out fires. Right. What they do is they'll take a condemned house, set it on fire, and put it out, and the house is destroyed. Okay. So, what this. Okay, that th- makes sense. So, yeah. what this filmographer. Is that right? Filmographer? Filmmaker? Okay. I don't know. What is a filmographer?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that might not be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this. Right, right in, folks, not NordicPod. Gmail.com. gmail.com.
1: So, this filmmaker, what he did was he would get a bunch of bands together and he would bring them into this house and he would record each band playing one song and then at the end he would mix he would mix every song down and he would put it on a DVD and it would be encapsulated to this one event at this one place that will never happen again cuz the house is getting burned that's cool so every band would play the song 3 times they would record it they'd mix it down so like i think on theirs it was Ben Gibbard from Death Cab it was In the postal service yes and it was um uh, what was that band Arctic uh, Arctic Monkeys no 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 they have a song called Arctic some Arctic Nights or the song was called Nights oh bear, Minus the Bear Minus the Bear Yeah, yeah. Minus, minus the, bear the, bear. the Bear was on there they did that song and uh, Tiny Vipers and a, and a few more other bands but it was just so cool to watch them perform and then at the end you see the house get set on fire and then put it out and then the DVD ends that
0: sounds cool yeah, yeah it's
1: a whole series and I think they're out of print now but I was able to They're
0: get oop, if you will.
1: Yeah, oop. <laughs> but I d- was able to get this the, that final DVD of this of this show. Okay. Recently, actually, my wife bought it for me. She found it and got it for me. Wife of the show, Melissa. Wife of the show, Melissa. So um, that that is how I found her. I watched it, and it was a, the song I did was really good. I bought it, and then as you know, and I got into them. Then they came out with this album. Okay. This is the album that I paid an exorbitant amount for the vinyl release. So.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, well, my closing remarks are... We're we're even for forty ounces of freedom. Let's, uh, can, let's we, can we
1: shake on it? Let's wipe, let's okay. sleep clean. There, there, was, there was an official shake right there, folks. We are an even keel,
0: dude. I my, one of my best friends, Matt the Greek. Shout out to Matt the Greek. Okay, like I I like I was like listen to this along with me because he kind of likes stuff like this. Okay, and uh, <laughs> I told him that you 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 gave me shit about the sublime record, and one song in, he texted me. He's like, yeah, this is a total got you ha
1: <laughs> but, uh, nice
0: um, Yeah, so Why don't we uh, What we'll do is um, We'll we'll do Let's do two weeks from now's um, Punching bags If you have something ready Okay Because mine actually ties into a conversation we had earlier So Okay Alright, so you want me to assign yours first?
1: Two weeks from now? Yeah Okay
0: yeah, because next week we're going to talk about uh, Poltergeist 3 and uh, Demon Night. Right, Knight.
1: okay, go ahead. So
0: two weeks from now, we'll, uh, you see what I'm saying? Or you, you. Go ahead. We need punching bags for two shows from now. Correct. Yes.
1: So we're doing the next, for the next two weeks now.
0: No, we'll do just just the one for two weeks from now, and then we'll do.
1: Then so why don't you just say give one punching bag now? One, oh.
0: I'm sorry, man. <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ! No, All I'm right. Joking. So, uh, so uh, I'm going to assign you uh, the get the get up kids follow up to something to write home about on a wire.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I
0: I think it, it's it's very different than any other other stuff. I think it's awesome. So, now,
1: now I th- these three that I have, I'm sure that you've. I'm sure that you've listened to uh, one of them. Which
0: is fine, you know, I mean, it's. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be something we're going in totally blind on.
1: Okay, well, I was going to have you listen to Hazen Street.
0: Yeah, I've never listened to that whole record.
1: Really? No. Okay, that's good. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) Shout out to Sean because he loved this album and I gave him such shit for it. He was like, dude, I understand where you're coming from just listened to it with me once I was like okay alright yeah so listen to the friend Hazen of the Street. show
0: former bandmate of the show Sean
1: yes Sean <laughs> former classmate
0: <laughs> former classmate who just, yep. sat next to him at graduation practice pretty much every day nice um, yeah so alright cool so Hazen Street and Get Up Kids on a Wire so we're going more scene this time around okay cool uh, I like it uh, Any parting words as we wrap up uh, episode uh, what is this 15 yes yeah wow <laughs> I read somewhere that most podcasts uh, fold within seven episodes. We're, we're, nice. We're well above that bellwether. We're rolling. Up. We're running. Um, so my band is especially active in the next few weeks. Uh, this coming Saturday, the 9th, uh, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, 1984 bar. Uh, it's a barcade. But yeah, yeah. There's there's video games and ski ball and fucking pinball and whatever. Melissa and I will be there. Wow, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're going to go down. Um... The 15th, uh, the Tom's River Clubhouse in Tom's River, New Jersey. Nice. Uh, that's a week from Friday. Um, the, the Saturday after that, November 22nd, uh, we're doing a release show for our new cassette tape at uh, Biore in Atlantic City.
1: Okay. Uh, I have no idea what that is.
0: It's a newer place. It's like a Cajun restaurant that has live bands.
1: Oh, man. Some Creole food?
0: Yeah, dude. They got, like, gator bites and shit. Hell yeah. And uh, there's one more. Why can't I think of it? Uh, The 29th, we're at... do you in you fe- ha- Phoenixville, at the uh, p- the uh, Pickering Creek Inn in Phoenixville. All right. Yeah. Do you
1: have a website that they can go to?
0: Uh, it's uh, Facebook.com slash Mad Band. Yes. Okay. Well, we don't. We don't have an official website. I guess we should probably do that.
1: That would be a good idea. Yeah.
0: Um. You can listen to us, Matt's the Mad We're also on Instagram at Mad Splatter PA. Nice. And that's that. Would you like to plug anything?
1: Uh Discount Cemetery.
0: Discount Cemetery, Spencer promo, and Colleen.
1: Yes, use the promo code, Not Nordic. Big shout out to Spencer and Colleen for having a great company. They're doing a lot. They're making things work. Yes. You know what I mean? Spencer
0: sent me one of their cats and a, uh, and a Pop-Tart <laughs> with my order. <laughs> one Pop-Tart. Just a single one. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh. So that's going to do it. Um, uh, thank you for your continued support. Um,
1: Thank you for the email. That email was amazing. I just wanted to get that out there, written phenomenally. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah don't uh, don't be a stranger, Chris, and uh, maybe we can uh, maybe we can work out having you uh, on the show. I think yeah, I think you would add something.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: And with that, uh, we will speak to you next week. Uh, enjoy your week, and remember, as always, that we are
1: not Nordic, Nordic,
0: yo. Later days. <laughs> Bye.